Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we are welcoming Nellie back to Texas. Welcome home. (laughs) It's good to have you back. Yeehaw. It actually is good to be back. (laughs) She drove all the way from the Hamptons. You took a long road trip with your son and a friend, right? Well, you made lots of stops. I did. Well, I do it every summer. And I feel like it's the last summer because Charles will be between junior and senior year next year in high school. Um, so uh, I drove with him by myself on the way up, and we stopped at like relatives' houses. We stop. I mean, we just stop and we have a good time. We see a couple colleges, uh, but then I got to the Hamptons, and I was only there for like three days. Yeah. And then we went on a New England college trip. Ooh. So then I took him up there. And the, the worst part was the trip up, because it was the end of May and early June, it was like 55 degrees and raining sideways everywhere we went. <laughs> everywhere. Oh like we stayed gosh. at nice hotels. I'm like, damn it, can't go to the pool. Can't do any of that stuff. <laughs> um, you know, he was looking at colleges in the pouring rain, which is not always the most flattering <laughs> way to see them. That does not paint them in the best light. No, but then we had a great time out there for a month. And then driving back, we took his friend Ryan Yates with us and stopped at colleges. And that was fun. Well, I just think that being in the car with your kids... It's like when I have the best conversations with them. In mm-hmm. fact, we used to joke, I would call it car conversations with the mm-hmm. kids because they really open up to you because I think it's because they're just side by side with you. They're not making eye contact. So they're more comfortable talking and opening up when, when they're sitting by you in the car. I think that's really true. And I've heard that before. And I think you're correct. Um, I will say, though, that it was hard for me because I'm the sole driver both yeah. ways for I don't like four think and I five drive days. That far. So I would get them up. I was like a drill sergeant. Like they had their own <laughs> hotel room. I would get them up. I was like, it's we're leaving at 6 30 on the nose. I want you downstairs with your bags. And we're, I needed a whistle. You know? And I would make them do that. So then we'd get somewhere by four and they could use the pool, hang out, go have dinner, see the city. So I tried to make it like that. But trust me, I was very unbudging about leaving. And, and then the other thing I made them do was I was so bored driving by myself that we listened to murder mysteries the entire way. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting way to the pass the entire time. way. You know? Well, those are so good because they're episodic where, mm-hmm. you, you know, you just, you get addicted and you just can't stop. Yes. So I bet that helped pass the time really well. It did. It did for me. I think they got bored of it and like they put their, <laughs> you know, their ear things in. Um, but, uh, but for me, I was like, thank God. I only have two murder mysteries to go and I'll be there. That's the way I looked at it. <laughs> yeah. And those things are usually long. They're like usually over an hour they per are. episode. Exactly. So yeah. I bet that was really helpful. So there's been a lot going on in the neighborhood since you were gone. Yes. Lots of closings, openings, houses for sale. Boy, the market is through the roof, isn't oh, it? I know. Like I would love to sell our house right now. It'd be so easy. I hear that they sell like Within minutes, basically. Why don't you sell your house and move in with us? <laughs> All of you. Great Sean idea. and Chris can share a room. You and I can share a room. <laughs> can we have the man cave? <laughs> we'll just put them in the man cave. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a great idea. I love it. <laughs> Could be like a sorority house. Exactly. We don't have to look in there ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so we were at our friend's house over the mm-hmm. weekend, you and I. That was super, super fun. It was. Kathy Fielder's house. Yes. And when I pulled up, I was so surprised that she had a for sale sign in front. Well, I thought it wasn't her house. So I kept texting you and her and I'm like, is this the right house? Because it had a for sale sign. But um, she told me too that she only lived in that house for 15 months. Oh my gosh. That's it. So I have some friends that literally move every three years. Apparently you Mm -hmm. don't have to pay taxes when you move out that soon. I don't know. Really? I've never done it. I've been in my house for what, 15, 16 years. It seems so inconvenient. (laughs) That's all. I mean, I guess. I know. I couldn't pack all that stuff back and forth. That would exhaust me. I've done that so many times, but not by choice. It's yeah. more because 
you know, renting out LA or, you know, moving and, you know, moving stuff and having to downsize. And I will say one thing about moving like that is you learn you don't need a lot of stuff. Yes. That's what my friend says. You do. And you really don't need a lot of stuff. And, you know, I've gone through East Hampton for my siblings and I, et cetera. And I'm like, who's saving their seventh grade papers? <laughs> you know, that my mother and dad had and were like, I'm holding it for you, honey. And like, here it is 40 years later. <laughs> What's that doing there? <laughs> I know. I have saved some really stupid stuff with the kids. And my mom did the same thing. She mm-hmm. showed me this paper that I wrote and it was so silly. And I'm like, I don't want that. Why did you keep that? Well, maybe one paper that expresses who you are. Like the, the one thing I do say for Charles are some good papers he writes. Because if you read what you wrote at a different time, whether it was five years ago or 30 years ago, it's really interesting. Oh, mine was not good. It was in first grade, and apparently I was very angry. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know. It was very That's hostile. why it's good to read those essays. <laughs> I guess like, I was going through a dark period in first grade. Well, my mom saved something. I always wanted to be original. So my mom saved this cardboard house I made when I was in about first grade. Yeah. And I can remember coming through the door in New York City, and it was like a house. Just, you know, a box. Yeah, was, like you know, a I was six years old. Just a box with some windows cut out. <laughs> and the chimney was like seven feet tall. <laughs> and she thought that was so funny because so she artsy. felt like that, like, expressed. I would, I would be like, I'm going to do it my way. Represented who you were at that time. So I think I was angry, too. I was angry. Big I still chi- am. Big chimneys. <laughs> Symbolic of something, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so apparently we've had a ton of coyotes, some bobcats. Lots of wildlife has been surfacing in the park city since you've been gone? Well, I've never <laughs> seen the coyotes here. I see them, I see them still to this day in LA all the time. Like I would walk Charles to school down the hill in Laurel Canyon mm-hmm. in LA and like there would be a pack sitting next to you looking at you. Okay, that's kind of scary, a pack. It because, kind of was. Because they hunt in packs. Yeah. I mean, they would be like <laughs> sitting there in the corner like, ah. But, you know, you'd be walking with your coffee and they would never come after you. I mean, if you had if you had like a, a donut in your hand, I would worry. <laughs> but, or, you know, a chicken wing walking to school, that would worry me. <laughs> well, from what I've read, it's very rare for them to attack humans, but people are extremely fearful of them. Like, when they're posting it on Park City's Chatter, people are really freaking out about it. But they mainly go for like little varmints like rodents little dogs which is a good thing right now like anything that's a little snack yeah it's a good thing with the rodents for sure because i know i don't know if a lot of you know this there's actually a lot of rodents in the park cities there's Mm -hmm. rats and mice there's possum there's raccoons always there's a lot of stuff do you think because of the pandemic oh no the varmints are out there all the time yeah, I mean, I've noticed it. I was, I think I may have told this story, but I was sitting with my friends outside, uh, like just post COVID and, um, and the rat <laughs> crawled down the wall yes. and I ran in the house and slammed the door and I just left them there. But no, I was it's, terrified. It's actually normal. And they're, they're not, they're not New York city rats, but they're still rats. <laughs> I mean, New York city rats are like gigantic. I mean, they're like, like they're as bigger than coyotes. Pig, they're pigs. disgusting, <laughs> you know? So I have some tips on how you can repel coyotes. Okay. (laughs) This is from Google, guys. This is where I get all my good information. Is they are repelled by very strong smells. They have very strong noses. (laughs) So you fart in their face. (laughs) If you fart, that might help. (laughs) No. Get out of here, little coyote. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would repel anybody. But um, wolf urine. I'm not sure why it specifically needs to be wolf. Wolf urine. <laughs> what if you just have your husband urinate on? I know. What's the difference? Like, what the hell? Why wolf? Go get rid of the coyotes. <laughs> and then, then uh, heavy perfume. Okay. Uh, white vinegar. 
Okay. And cayenne pepper. So get you a little mixture of all that, and you are good to go. I can totally see that all <laughs> backfiring on me. Like I try to blow cayenne paper in their face, and it's in my eyes, and you know. And then you fart, and it explodes, and yeah, we've got like a mixture of crazy. You know, I think I'm that, sorry. It's a great visual. That's what I went to. When all you said of that, that would repel anything or anyone. It would so just, absolutely. Just, that can apply to anything. Anytime you want to repel something, just keep that little recipe in mind. <laughs> I wonder if it would repel skunks. Oh, wow. That's a good question. But I wonder what's so specific about different urines, because I've heard like fox urine (laughs) keeps squirrels out of gardens, I think it is. But maybe it's because it's the predator's urine, and they're used to smelling it in the woods, and they're like, oh, bad guys are coming. (laughs) You know? (laughs) The wolves are on their way. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, we'll have to do a little bit more research and find out why specific urines do certain things. But where have you seen a coyote? Um, it's been a while. There's been a couple of times I've seen them during the day trotting mm-hmm. around, but I, I think I would legitimately be scared if I had my dog with me because yes. if she saw one, she'd get really fired up and like get, get real confrontational and then that thing would probably come after us. Well, and if you had so a that, cat or something like that, I'd be terrified of them. You'd never put your cat outside. My dog's too big just to scoop up, you know, so mm-hmm. the little... The little small dogs, you can scoop them up. Your dog is too big to scoop. I'd be like breaking my back. Your dog's a very happy doggy. She's 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 a hefty one. Yes, she's a plus size. She's been she's a plus size dog. She's been treated very well. I'm pretty sure that everybody in the household is giving her people food. No, it's my son. I tell him all the time, do not give her food. And I turn around and he's throwing bacon in her mouth. So trust me, if I had a dog, my dog would be chubby because I'd be like, okay, you want some? Oh, I know it drives me crazy. So you haven't been to the airports lately, have you? I'm hearing horror stories about the airports. I have not been to an airport in six weeks, but I, right before that, I was at the airport. Well, and I know you're going to be going any day yes. now. Get back on those planes. You'll have to let us know how it is, because I keep hearing, like, especially American Airlines, they're canceling tons of flights. Mm-hmm. Like, even when people are on the runway about to take off, they cancel it because there's not enough employees, I guess, in mm-hmm. their destination to receive them in and everything. Yeah, a couple times, like um, Ryan Yates came to visit us and he flew to the Hamptons and drove back with us. His flight got canceled till the next day. And my oh husband, gosh. same thing. Like a couple things like that happened. It was when the big Southwest, everything went down. Do you remember when everything went down? Like they, they lost all their <clears throat> records of flights. And oh, he didn't yeah, know yeah, it was yeah. canceled till like five in the morning. He was flying out at six. Oh my gosh, that's so aggravating. Yeah. Or like once you're already at the airport, you've gone through security, you've done all that mess, and then they cancel it. Well, I have to say one thing. Everybody out there, do not check a bag. If you are going on vacation right now, and I know everybody (laughs) wants to bring all their fancy do not do it because it is not worth it. It will take you like two hours to get it at the carousel when you land, and it will take you at least an hour to wait in line to check it, even at one of the check yourself Mm -hmm. in carousels. That is so annoying. So ladies, Mm -hmm. cut down those shoes. Seriously. I'm a shoe person. I always have a lot of shoes with me, so Mm -hmm. just... Pair it down, people. Do not check a bag. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Or you know what I thought about? I did this picnic at the beach, uh, and we have laundry baskets. And I was like, how am I going to bring, like, real plates for Father's Day? I did this. Real plates and real glasses and silverware and all this stuff down to the bay. And so um, I used laundry baskets. And so I declared (laughs) that I'm going to start traveling with one. Because you could use it as your second carry-on, and they couldn't bother. You could (laughs) shove everything in there. (laughs) Just a, a laundry basket full of shoes and be like, it's my carry on. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I do feel sorry for the people that work at the airport because the people just like you carrying laundry baskets, emotional support animals and whatnot on the plane. That's got to be. They're cracking down on those. Oh, good. Thank God. Good. I mean, not that I have anything against people who really have animal support, but like 
most people just want their pet to travel and not pay for it. They just totally make it up. (laughs) This is my (laughs) emotional support possum Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You're like, what the hell? Seriously? My sister, the psychiatrist, actually told me that she goes, if I have another person come up to me, one of my patients, and say, I need an, an emotional support certificate. And she was like, no. I don't do that. She's I'm done. not doing it. Yeah. Else. Well, I mean, it has gotten out of hand. There's just like enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of weird stuff going on in people's yards these days too, huh? <laughs> there Martha is. Show me a photo. Oh my gosh. I had a friend that lives right in our little area of town send me this thing the other day and basically saying, what do you make of this? And it looked like Bigfoot. And then it had like a grass skirt on. So I was like, I don't know. Polynesian Bigfoot does the Park City. I think it is, though. I think you're right, because you showed me the picture, and it looks like a like a like an actual sculpture of Bigfoot, which I'm not quite sure why anybody would want that. And then they, like, jokingly put a skirt on it. I know. She told me the cross street, so I, f- I think we should drive by and go We should take out. a picture with it. Oh, my gosh, For the yes. site. We'll take a picture, guys. Let's do. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys are going to have to see this. It's like, it's just, I don't really understand yard art. You drive by houses, and you're like, what the heck were they thinking? And well, I love like a real sculpture. Oh, you do? I think the problem is most people don't have real sculptures. They have something <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? There's, like giant pinwheel wheels and you know things that just don't. There's this thing over by the middle school that to me looks like a gigantic broken frame. And I used to make fun of it every time we drove by with my daughter. I was like, like I wonder what the inspiration there is. What is that actually? Like this is our broken frame we're going to put in our front yard. What's I don't that, know. What's that symbolic of? I don't remember that. <laughs> but I do remember a homeless man in New York City when I was growing up. <laughs> he, used, he was the best homeless man ever. He used to run around New York City with a big wooden frame around his neck and go, oh. I've been framed. Oh. <laughs> and so I would always give him money because <laughs> he made me laugh. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that is unique. you got to give him that. He gets points for, for being unique. That's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, we should do an episode sometime and just like drive around and take pictures of interesting yard art because mm-hmm. it just it makes me laugh when I go by like especially in Colorado they have these gigantic sculptures of like moose and elk and stuff like that and you know those things aren't cheap they have to cost like several thousand dollars like I can't imagine going god I just love this moose Sean what do you think let's put this in the front yard well (laughs) well if we had bigger front yards you know what I mean like it kind of depends on what your yard looks like uh but I don't know, your your neighbors across the street have sculptures in their yard, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, just a lot of signage. There's, they're very passionate about a lot of different things, and they, they have a sign for every occasion slapped out there. Like, yeah, I'm wanting Martha to take my Caitlin for governor sign out of the yard and put it in their yard oh my gosh. with their other signs, <laughs> just to make them laugh. I don't think that's going to go over so well. That's, no, I think you'd be in jail. definitely not something they're on board with. So this is something really interesting that I saw the other day, is have you heard of swimply.com? No. Okay, this is a new thing. It's kind of like VRBO, but it's for your swimming pool. So you oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. literally can rent out, and I'm telling you this because you have a pool and mm-hmm. I don't, you can literally rent out your pool by the hour. I feel like that <laughs> is asking for insurance. It's asking for a whole you know, lot of issues. And also like crazy, I don't know, people who are uh, casing your joint, the, the joint, casing your house. Like I feel like, I don't know if I want strangers no, in my backyard using don't. my restroom. No, you don't. Come on. You absolutely don't. But I went to the website because I was like, this is insane. I can't imagine doing this. I mean, this sounds even crazier than having somebody that has a VRBO next to you. But it said one of the rules where you have to get clearance from your neighbor before you 
you do this? Like, what is your neighbor going to go? Yes, Nellie, I would love for you to rent out your pool. I would love for a whole batch of people we don't know, strangers <laughs> to come in with their cooler of beer and hang out next door all day. Exactly. I mean, who's going to say yes to that? Nobody. <laughs> but I am curious. I wonder how much you can make. I don't know. I'm not looking into it. I'm Why sorry. Do it? Come on, do it. I feel like I'd be murdered. <laughs> no, I don't think that would go over well at all. Well, back to yard art for a moment. <laughs> I am so pleased. I don't not know. My our neighbors were very lovely, but they're moving. And the real estate agent, the first thing that he said was, "Get that trampoline out of your front yard." <laughs> so it's gone, and the yard looks gorgeous. And oh I was like, "Wow!" Somebody came in and like staged it and said, "You cannot have this." Yeah, which is what I wanted to say to them. Like, do you understand? What are you thinking? You've been upset with that trampoline for a long time, and I don't blame you. I, Who I puts really that in their front yard. I, a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, our neighborhood's so pretty. To me, that's very not. Yeah, I know. I see an awful lot of them up in the higher area, and that's where the super swanky homes are, like gigantic, beautiful homes. And I mm-hmm. see a lot of trampolines up there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad I, it's gone. I know. I bet you are. Yeah, I bet you had a big glass of wine and toasted that thing leaving. <laughs> so we've had some opening and closings. Did you hear about Harry's closing? Yeah. Harry's Harry's the place that everyone loved to go to for custard down on mm-hmm. Knox Henderson. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. A lot of people, it closed, I guess the last day was on the 4th of July. What did I see that closed? I've seen a couple things that, oh, I love this. Bimini Bop shop on Greenville, and like you'd go and you get like a bowl. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Delicious Korean bowls. Mm -hmm. It's gone, and now there's like taco something. We need some more taco places. We need tacos. (laughs) I mean, literally, you can just like you can throw a stone, and it's a taco shop. (laughs) It's like Starbucks, right? Exactly. A taco thing on every corner. Constantly, you're seeing. But it made me sad that they closed. You know. Yeah, I understand. I never went though. But oh, while you're gone, Sean and I went to an amazing place. We had a really great date night at um, Manpuko on mm-hmm. Greenville, down okay. in that area. And it's um, like a Japanese barbecue place. Mm-hmm. And they had the most amazing meats. And you grill them at your table. It has a little grill. In oh the my God, of Chris the table. would love that. Yeah, you guys should go. He would love that because he loves Benihana. Remember I told you he loves his birthday at Benihana? And I'm always like, Benihana? They have that bad wine. So like, hilarious. But he's he like, likes. it's my birthday, and I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to hibachi <laughs> grill. We're going to grill up some stuff and yep. see, see him throw the egg on the, the chef's hat. <laughs> and the little choo-choo train. Okay, that actually sounds fun. I haven't been in a long time. <laughs> I know. It kind of is. There's something about it that makes you feel like you're 10. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, Sean, we need to go there. Put that on our list. I, I'm excited. Well, speaking go. of husbands... <laughs> I told Martha this, but after my long drive, coming home and not having Chardonnay in the house, I wanted oh, to kill him. that would piss me so, off. <laughs> I was like, you're in St. Bart's on a va- like a man's vacation, and I just drove five days. Okay, wait. Who goes to St. Bart's on a boy's vacation? That is like a girl's vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doctor he works with who is turning 50, and Are it was his party. spa treatments, spa days, mani pedis. No, he was like, they were like dancing in clubs. They had a great oh, time. in the club. Well, St. Bart's has I that. Love it. That uh, south of France kind of thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it's really rustic, but then everybody's, you know, wearing a belly chain and dancing and drinking <laughs> till three in the morning. Okay. That sounds like my kind of place. I like it. So you get home after driving for what, five days, right? Mm-hmm. You broke it down. You just... And I was like, I just need a glass of wine. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I sit down 
it's like five o'clock almost, and I sit down and I'm like, "There's no freaking wine in the house." That is rude. That it's is rude, Chris. I mean, seriously, dude. Everybody knows you need to have a chilled bottle of wine in the refrigerator for your wife when she gets home from exactly. a trip. Exactly. I mean, that is just a given. <laughs> so tonight we're trying to rediscover a relationship. We're trying to have a date night because we haven't had one in a while. He owes you that. And then the Hamptons came for ten days and we had guests the whole time, so it was really it was oh, not wow. it was very hectic. So I kind of haven't seen him in six weeks. Yeah, you guys need to reconnect. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know where we're going. Don't give but us too many dinner. details. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know that much information. I'm, an, I'm only going to say, I can't talk to you. I'm only going to say it involves a coyote oh. and, <laughs> and a trampoline and a oh. Bigfoot statue. <laughs> oh, very interesting. I can't wait to hear more about that. <laughs> so when we were down on Greenville the other night when we went to Manpuco, we also uh, went to Bullzirk, which is a couple of doors down. It's a super fun store. It's like Texas themed mm-hmm. and they have all these hilarious t-shirts that say <laughs> say things they're kind of snobby guys so don't get mad at me i'm just repeating <laughs> what i saw in the store there's a funny shirt that said i'm sure things go on north of 635 but i don't want to know about them. that's hilarious <laughs> and, and then it had some funny up and uh HP things. I got a hat that looks like ACDC and it said HPUP with the big lightning bolt in between the letters and then Park City's underneath. Um, That's actually a great store to take tourists to, too, instead of a boring t-shirt, you know? Yes, absolutely. And then there was this one shirt that Sean will not stop laughing about because I went to OU and he did not. (laughs) So it's a picture of Oklahoma with Texas under it, as it is on the map. Yes. And it says, the Texas says, I'm with stupid with an arrow (laughs) to Oklahoma. And he was crying in the story. He thought it was so freaking funny. (laughs) So if you're a Texas fan and you like that kind of stuff. You might want to go into Bullzerk and go get you a shirt. Maybe that's where <laughs> Rachel Wallace was at my house last night. I always talk about her. And she brought me uh, a, like a hand towel for the kitchen that said, I know guac is extra, but so am I. <laughs> I, I love kitchen towels that say stupid things. Me too. <laughs> they make me laugh. And I love cocktail napkins. So I like I have a whole drawer full of those mm-hmm. cocktail napkins that say stupid stuff on them. And I never use them, but they make me laugh. Just give them out. Regift. Regift. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> Put a ribbon on it, hand it to people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, so the parade, the Fourth of July parade was last weekend mm-hmm. on Sunday. It was so nice to have it back. I hadn't been in years. Where is it? I have no idea. It starts at the courthouse in HP, mm-hmm. and then it goes down by Highland, Highland Park Village, and then it, How cute. it turns. It's on. like a small town parade. Oh, yeah. There's I've never, a, we we're never here. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're you know? Not. I'm always here. Um, but the temperature was great. Like mm-hmm. I didn't sweat one single bit. Usually it's blazing hot out there. But the reason that we went is Alexis was finally got to be a bell on the float and everything. Oh, cool. So we wanted to go see her, and it was cute to get to, to see her out there. But just the little kids out there were so darn cute. Where we were sitting, there's, there was these two precious, tiny, tiny little toddler friends, and they hadn't seen each other in a while. They gave each other a big hug, and they were walking around holding hands and talking. <laughs> it just melted my heart. They were so darn cute. 
cute. It but. is cute to see stuff like like I saw two little kids playing tennis. There, it was like tennis camp this morning. Oh, and uh, these little kids who are like you know maybe three walked out with their tiny little tennis rackets oh that looked like ping pong paddles. God. It was so adorable. They're like barely able to carry them. I'm like, okay, they're gonna go play tennis. That is adorable. I'm gonna have to show you this picture in this video that I have. I walked into you know my son plays hockey, and I walked into the rink one day. And there were the tiniest little kids out there on the ice. I mean, they looked like puppies. <laughs> they were so little. And they were crawling on the ice. And then one of them is like marching and then he falls. And I sent it to Alexis and she goes, I literally have this saved. And anytime I need to, to get cheered up, I watch this video because it's so darn cute. I mean, there's uh, they're so Like little. little polar bears. Yes. They're trying just, to get up oh in all their God. equipment. Yes. They're so cute. I love it. Um, but yeah, it just reminded me being at the parade, just it, you know, just like the tree lighting. I know you go to that every year. Yes. It just, it's really what makes this community so special is we have stuff like that and we're so fortunate. And then especially after not having it for a year, you just appreciate it all the more. And well, I really never knew about it and I feel like an idiot, but, um, it really reminds me of like a Sandra Bullock movie or something, you know, oh, like the yeah. small town parade yes, absolutely. where a murder happens Oh God! and somebody tries to <laughs> dodge the murderer in the crowd. Oh my God. So it was great. It, was, it had, a, had a good turnout and lots of floats. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Lots of people in it. But um, one of the floats that was in there was for Central Market. The uh, Preston Royal is finally back up and running. Oh, good. They opened a few days ago, and they had this gigantic pretty float that just said, we're back. And mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people are excited about that. I haven't gone to it yet, but um, the rest of that shopping center is supposed to open in the fall. Oh, good. Uh, so that'll be like a. I mean, things full, are really opening up. That'll be like a full three years that it took to recover from the wow. tornado. But yeah, things are getting better. Like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of new businesses are opening, and people are out and about, and things seem like they're thriving. So mm -hmm. I'm super excited about that. I am too. Well, ladies, that's about it for today. This episode has been brought to you by Wolf Urine. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think you even get that? I don't know, but we're going to find out and get them as a we sponsor. Are. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sponsored by. Like, uh, yeah, we'll let you know what we find out with the Wolf Urine. Everyone needs some. <laughs> so that's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we'll catch you next time. 